0: What's up, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to G. Marie Taught Me, the podcast. Another episode, down for the books. Um, I am super excited to be talking about today's episode, or should I say this week's episode. The title, Move, Bitch, Get Out The Way. Overcoming the Imposter Syndrome. Imposter Syndrome, I know y'all like, uh, I don't know how many of you actually suffer from imposter syndrome but I know for me I have suffered from imposter syndrome a lot um especially being in media um and changing like profession so before I get into it let's get into the quote of the week um the quote of the week is there's only one you and that's all that matters Yes, I, I was the one who came with that quote. But anyways, besides the point, <laughs> um, the definition of imposter syndrome, this is according to verywellmind.com. Um, it's the experience of feeling like a phony um, or an internal, internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. Hmm. So basically, uh, i mentioned that I am dissolving my media company and that was hard simply because, um, for me, I actually enjoy being behind the scenes. I mean, starting my podcast, um, was definitely a labor of love for me. And when I, um, started my media company I started because I was renting out equipment to different like DJs and um people who had like weddings and, and was doing karaoke but eventually I was like you know what if I'm going to rent this equipment out to people I want to learn how to actually do some of the stuff so I learned how to DJ and I became a DJ and I DJ for a couple of years and then the pandemic happened and I took a step back from DJing uh simply because I wasn't I was having a good run but I also wasn't having a good run so money was coming in but I wasn't making a profit and at the end of the day you still have you know business expenses that you have to pay and it was becoming a lot um also I got pregnant and lugging around dj equipment like that's that's hard <laughs> so and then the pandemic happened like so at that point I was kind of just like you know what I don't know if I want to be around people right now especially um during this time and I actually Booked a few gigs um, during the pandemic, but my husband was like, No, you're gonna stay here behind at home simply because you're pregnant and I don't want to risk you getting sick or the baby getting sick. And I understand that, so I wasn't um, too upset about that. But I suffer from imposter syndrome not only as a dance educator, but as a DJ, as um, a, a woman in media, as a podcast host and producer, as an author. Um, as a creative director and simply because I can do a lot like I can do a lot of stuff and for me um, I didn't want people to perceive me as you know just somebody who does everything um, but isn't capable of actually doing what she's good at and I, I know that sounds crazy but for me to be good like at a lot of stuff and I know there's a lot of people that you know they're good at a lot of stuff. Sometimes it's hard to, um, and, and my daughter's in the back. Sometimes it's hard to like narrow down and be good at just one thing. Um, so I can kind of tell you why I've been getting in my own way as far as, you know, overcoming imposter syndrome. Um, uh, well, for one, I dissolved my media business. I also left a partnership, um, to refocus on my podcast. Um, and like I said, I never really mentioned why I left my partnership, but, um, it was personal. A lot of stuff was really personal, but it also, it didn't align with my personal, my professional beliefs, oddly enough. And even though, you know, it was always a dream of mine to open up a dance studio. Um, for whatever reason, I kept leaning back towards podcasting, like not even DJing, even though I have One more gig that I'm going to do in August for uh, a women's empowerment conference, and then that's probably like the last time you'll see me DJ. But um, I enjoyed it, I really enjoyed it. But it just, I think I was doing it more so for the money and not for the actual enjoyment versus podcasting. Like, I realized that I really like podcasting, and, and I was willing to do it for free, and I was willing to you know, record episodes at like 2 and 3 a.m. in the morning and wake up and do it all over again. It's like, okay, maybe this is something that you really want to do and maybe this is something that you really love to do. So, why not keep doing it, you know? Um, Of course, I mentioned, like I said, I feel like I was good at a lot of stuff and wanted to do everything, but I needed to focus on one thing. Um, And then just, you know, wanted to explore other hobbies and other career paths, um, other than what I'm known for, which is actually a dance educator. Um, so again, I went to school, went to Wayne State University and got my bachelor's of science in dance with a minor in comp studies. Um, so I kind of have a journalism background, but I didn't want to major in journalism. Like originally, I actually started school major, majoring sorry, in journalism. And then I got bored and I dropped out of college, worked at Disney, came back and was like, you know, dance is my passion. So, that's what I went to school for. Um, Also, launching a new podcast episode or a product or service and it doesn't succeed. I mean, who wants to, you know, put all of this work into something to see it fail? Even though, at the end of the day, like, sometimes you're going to fail and that's okay. Like, it's nothing you can really do about it. But, <laughs> yes, my, my daughter... She's a talker, so like I said, you're gonna hear her in the back, but that's cool. Um, and then also just being in my head and um people will see me for who I really am, which is like, okay, so what's the problem? But for me, I don't know why that was a problem, like people actually seeing my authentic self, and um oftentimes, you know, with imposter syndrome, you find yourself comparing yourself to other people. In their journey, and for me, you know, especially having a media company for almost what three, four years, and then dissolving it, like that kind of sucks. It, it sucks because you know you got people rooting for you, and they're like, "Oh, you know, I see you queen, you out here doing it, whatever." But really, I'm struggling. You know, I'm, I'm struggling to maintain my media business. So not only did I walk away from a media business, but I also walked away from being a partnership for a dance studio. So I walked away from two businesses in one year. That's a lot. And and yeah, I mean, it sucked because, you know, I like I said, I just knew this is what I was supposed to be doing. So now here I am and I'm, I'm talking about it because there was a point in time where I was embarrassed to tell people that I was dissolving my media business I was embarrassed to tell people that I was walking away from my partnership uh because I was afraid that you know they would see me as a failure and you know even at 30 something years old you would think the opinion the opinion of others wouldn't matter but sometimes you still get in your own head and you know when people view you in a certain light like <laughs> oftentimes i mean it, it can be a lot it can definitely be a lot so for me you know i i really felt like i struggled and i gotta light my candle because oh i love this candle it's a uh, dazzling diamond it's by um dw I, uh dw homes I, I don't know i got it from marshall's or tj maxx but um I always try to light my candle and <laughs> set the mood from a podcast so excuse me but anyways um uh, so like I was saying like failing in the public eye I don't care who you are I don't care how successful you are shit like that will still bother you no matter how successful you are um and I was actually on um Kara Al Will's social media or Instagram and I was reading something And she, um, she wrote a post about, you know, sometimes you have to remind yourself how far you've come. And for me, like I literally had to go back to, um, my highlights and a lot of my highlights, you know, it's from my podcast. So I was going all the way back to like really, really old episodes and listening to clips and, and just seeing the progress, like seeing the, um, the transformation And I am proud of myself because I'm like, you know, three years ago, I wouldn't have thought of doing this. Like, I've always wanted to be on radio. Like, that was something else I I thought about doing, too. But I never thought that I could, you know, host and produce my own show and create my own content and be the owner of my content. Um, I actually I was asked to I pitched my show to a radio station and they were getting ready to, you know, buy it. But. When we had to talk about, you know, me not owning any of my content, I was like, nah. I think I'm going to continue to, you know, host and produce under my media company. But then I started, uh, G Marie taught me and I just kind of shifted everything over from my media company to G Marie taught me. So now G Marie taught me is a business, but failing in the public eye, like I said, it doesn't matter how old you are. That shit still bothers you because you're so used to people seeing you in a certain light so when things don't work out you have to sit there and explain to people like or or really you don't have to explain it to anybody but for me you know i i I didn't want to talk about it but then it's kind of like well you know what it happened and it's okay exactly autumn exactly (laughs) so it happens and she has a lot to say today obviously yes boo yes boo <laughs> but I mean look this is you know my real life also my my daughter uh, she's seven months just turned seven months and um she has a lot to say so you might hear her on the podcast especially when she gets older I'm gonna have to put on put her on a couple episodes but anyways um so of course we all know you know comparison is the thief of all joy and even to this day, like I have to sometimes sit and unfollow people off of social media because I find myself comparing myself to them. And, you know, you can't compare yourself to anybody else's journey. Like everybody's journey is different for a reason. It's called your journey. So taking that step back from my, um, my media company and, and taking a step back from the dance studio and pretty much, you know, suffering from imposter syndrome. I had to get out of my own way. So I had to get out of my head too. And I had to learn like, yo, it's okay to fail. It's okay to do something and to give it your all and for it not to work out. At least you did it. You know, you're technically not a failure unless if you didn't pursue something. So Say if I hadn't pursued my media company or pursue learning how to DJ or you know pursue anything else, technically I would be failing myself because I didn't give myself the chance to see whether or not I could do something and actually see it through. Um it was hard. It, it was hard walking away from both businesses because you know I could see if I had walked away from one business one year, but I walked away from two businesses in one year. So what was one thing that kind of helped me overcome imposter syndrome besides getting out of my own head, getting out of my own way, um, doing it anyways, even if that means failing, but being my authentic self, the thing is, is that, you know, people like it when you're real until you really got to be real. And I, I think I'm, I'm tired of being something that I'm not. And I felt like that's where I was leaning towards my media business, as well as um, investing in the dance studio. I didn't feel like myself. You know, I felt like I was becoming somebody that I didn't want to be. And it was um, it was taking a toll on my mental health. It was taking a toll on my physical health. It was it was taking a toll on my happiness running my media company I was not happy investing in the dance studio and 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 working you know within the dance studio I wasn't happy and I'm like yo I, I gotta go back and find my happiness again especially after having a child like one thing about when you have kids like postpartum is real postpartum is real and that was also something else I was struggling with um as a new mom and I was crazy enough to start a new business after having my daughter. Like I was literally um what? I, I was 37 weeks. They induced me at 37 weeks. The 36th week, I was still driving. I was still on Zoom calls up at 2 a.m. That Thursday they induced me. I was gonna hop on a damn Zoom call then. While in labor. I had autumn that Friday, May 7th. Do you know I was on the Zoom call that following Thursday with my newborn? Mind you, I had just got the hospital the first time. I was not feeling well. Uh, My blood pressure kept going up and down. I was not feeling my best. And I think I did hop on a Zoom call. That's what makes it so bad. And... My um, former business partners, they were like, yo, you're you're crazy. <laughs> Some people take, what, 12 weeks uh, leave, of ab- a leave of absence from their job um, when they have a child. But for me, I was so like, okay, no, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, and I forgot to rest. And later on down the line, I paid the price for that. I was back in the hospital. My health had took a toll or should I say took a turn, which then took a toll on my mental and my physical health. Um, I couldn't be a vessel to my child, let alone myself, let alone my husband, let alone my family or my friends. And I struggled. I struggled. Um... And even sometimes as new moms, we we struggle with imposter syndrome because we don't think that we have the competency to raise another human being. So I struggled with questioning, you know, my ability to be a good mom to my daughter because I wasn't at my best, my best health wise. So I'm like, if I'm not good to me, how am I going to be good to her or good to my husband? Better yet, how am I going to be a vessel to these two businesses that I, you know, I've invested in when I'm literally pouring from an empty cup? I mean, I was pouring from an empty cup. How could I be a good friend to other people when I wasn't being a good friend to myself? So I literally just had to take a step back from Everything from podcasting, from DJing. I had to take a step back from both businesses. I had to take a step back from my friends, from family. And it was, it was personal. Because I had to make sure that I was good first before I can go back out into the world and pour into other people, especially y'all. Like, if I think about it, I don't think I podcasted. I haven't podcasted since August of... Was it 2021? Yeah. Okay, so August of 2021. And even during that time, I was still not my best. I was pushing even now, sitting here. You know, I'm, I'm pushing. I'm literally pushing through. Even though I'm struggling <laughs> on, on most days. But I'm definitely doing better than what I was, you know, in August and then what I was in, in May. Cause it may, it, it was looking scary for a minute. It was looking real scary for a minute, but, um, I'm here and I'm proud of myself for getting out of my own way and just saying, you know what, Gab, you can really do this. The main thing is it's, it's not even about being an imposter. It's about consistency. Like, yeah, sometimes we, uh, question, you know, our own ability to do stuff, um, or let alone, you know, our knowledge you know, to provide to other people. But the thing was, it wasn't, I don't think it was the fact that I felt like an imposter. It was the fact that I questioned the imposter syndrome, or I felt like I was an imposter because I wasn't consistent enough. So, if I talk about, you know, healing and, and celebrating yourself, especially uh, for black women, but again, I'm not doing that for me. Then, you know, maybe I am kind of a phony because I'm not practicing what I'm preaching. So I say all of that to say, you know, overcoming imposter syndrome is, is hard. Um, But it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take moments of, Falling on your ass in front of people and laughing about it. I mean, if you can't laugh at your own shit. How are you going to believe that you're capable of doing something? If, if you don't at least exude the confidence and and convince people, yo, I got this. So I, I literally had to like get out of my own way and have a pep talk with myself and say, You know, Gab, if you don't believe in your shit, then who else is gonna believe in your shit? If you don't believe in you, then who else is gonna believe in you? So believing in myself requires self-care. And what does self-care mean? It requires rest, it requires journaling, it requires therapy, it requires taking a step back and reevaluating the things that are really important to me. It requires owning my authenticity you know, not trying to be like anybody else. It requires me to stop comparing myself to other people's journey. I mean, there's only one you and that's all that matters. There's only one you. So today's episode is going to be a little bit short. I'm a, I'm a wrap it up. I'm reel really back in, but I wanted to hop on and give you this word really quick. Um, so I do thank you all for listening to today's episode. I know you guys are like, well, normally it's like really, really long, but I didn't want to um, exhaust you with information today. I just kind of wanted to hop on, you know, give you a little woo woo, just a little bit of, you know, thug motivation, <laughs> basically. Um, but you can visit my website, uh, Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, you can actually follow the podcast on um, Apple Podcasts. I think it's Google, Spotify. I feel like I missed something, but that um, you can follow me on social media. So like me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It is at Jim Retaught Me. Um, and, you know, I, I thank you all so much for just listening to my rants. There will be more. Um, also I am working on some stuff behind the scenes. I don't want to, you know, release too much information just yet simply because I want it to be done first before I launch. But like I said, I'm really excited about this year because I'm getting out of my own way and I am owning my authenticity and I am no longer comparing myself to other people's journey. So again, I thank you all so much for tuning in to G Marie Taught Me and I look forward to kicking it with you all soon.